0: Countdown for blast off. X minus one. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. Richard Diamond, private detective. The Johnson Wax program with Fiver McGee and Molly. Suspense. It's time once again for another comedy episode of Our Miss Brooks Dragnet. We offer you Escape. Kraft presents the great Gildersleeve. Oh. Yeah.
1: I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal.
0: Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. The Jack Benny Program.
2: Hi, this is Carl Amare, and welcome to Episode 8 of Radio Rarities, the weekly podcast series that examines unique episodes from the golden age of radio. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. This time, we have a rollicking comedy variety show.
3: It's that wacky duo, Abbott and Costello, in a
2: 1944 episode of The Bud Abbott and Lou Costello Show,
3: with a special rendition of Who's On First?
2: It's a real doozy.
3: Well, Carl, we won't spoil it for our listeners.
2: The Who's On First routine was first performed by Abbott and Costello on the Kate Smith Hour, March 24th, 1938.
3: But it was three years before that when Bud Abbott and Lou Costello first met. In
2: 1935, they were in New York working the various burlesque and vaudeville circuits when Abbott was asked to sub for Costello's straight man who was ill. This was at
3: the former 42nd Street Altgein Theater, today known as the AMC Empire 25.
2: They officially teamed up in 1936.
3: They performed together for two years on the various circuits when they got their big break.
2: Penny Youngman, current comedian on the Kate Smith Hour, had been offered a Hollywood studio contract but could not get his release from Ted Collins, producer of the radio show.
3: Youngman's only hope of leaving the show for Hollywood was to find a suitable replacement. Youngman scoured the local theaters until he came upon Abbott and Costello.
2: And after seeing them in various skits, including the Who's On First, he convinced Ted Collins to have them guest on the Kate Smith Hour.
3: Who's On First was such a big hit the first time on the Kate Smith Hour that they were invited back and became permanent members of the cast.
2: They remained there for over a year. Then, in 1940, they got their own radio show as a summer replacement for Fred Allen on NBC.
3: It was called It's Time to Smile, sponsored by Bristol Myers for Sal Hepatica.
2: And during this time... They were signed by Universal Pictures for supporting roles in the film One Night in the Tropics.
3: Their comedy routines in One Night in the Tropics stole the show, so Universal offered them their own films.
2: Their breakthrough feature, Buck Privates, was released in 1941.
3: Additional films followed In the Navy, Hold That Ghost, and Rio Rita.
2: Abbott and Costello had become box office gold.
3: They continued on radio as regulars on the Chase and Sanborn Hour during the 1941-42 season.
2: These appearances with Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy elevated their stature even more.
3: This led to the Abbott and Costello show, which debuted on NBC October 8th of 1942.
2: The Who's on First skit was performed periodically.
3: Sadly, their first season was cut short in March of 1943 when Costello developed a severe case of rheumatic fever.
2: They were off the air until November, and in the fall, tragedy struck.
3: During the rehearsal of the new season's first show on November 4th, Lou learned that his son, who was nearly a year old, had drowned in the family's backyard pool amazingly, Lou returned to the studio and still did the show that
2: night. The mark of a real trooper.
3: Despite that tragic event, their 1943 to 44 season on radio was a great success. They were eager to return once again in the fall.
2: And we present the first episode of that new season from October 5th, 1944, the Abbott and Costello show in Investment Advice. What makes this show especially unique is the unusual spin they take on their popular who's-on-first routine. Let's listen.
0: Listen to the danceable rhythms of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, the sweet and swingy songs of Connie Hayes, and that very familiar roly-poly figure whose sweet, mellow voice whispers... Here they are at the Los Angeles Railroad Station, back home again. Those zestful zanies and screwy stars, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello.
4: (laughs) Hollywood, last stop, all out for Hollywood.
5: Get Where are you? Here I am. Oh. Here I am.
4: Oh. Oh. oh, hello, bud. Welcome, Costello. Mm. Welcome home. Boy, it's good Ooh. to see you. How was your train trip? Oh, epic. What a trip. What do you mean? I was seasick all the way from Chicago. Seasick? Yeah. Seasick? How, how could you be seasick on a train? Oh, I was sitting between two waves. I... <laughs> Well, everybody's glad to see you back, Costello. Hey, look. Look at those five beautiful girls over there waving Ooh. their handkerchiefs at you. Oh, they're waving their handkerchiefs at yeah. me. That's the first clean laundry I've seen in two weeks. You thought I lost my place,
1: huh? I beg your pardon, are you, Mr. Costello? That's me. Allow me to officially welcome you back to Hollywood. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Who are you, the mayor? No, just another bum.
4: <laughs> you know, it's nice to be home among your friends. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, say, tell me, Costello. How, how did you enjoy your visit up to your uncle uh, Marty's farm? Oh, it was great. Evan. I spent the whole summer taking care of the pigs. Those little pigs loved me like a little brother. Well, I... Yeah, I can understand that. Gee, yeah, but those little pigs were cute. But the big pig was afraid of him. The big pig was afraid of the little pigs? Yeah, the little pigs used to chase the big pig all around the pen. No. And then he... until he fell down. Yes. And then the little pigs would jump on a big pig and chew all the buttons off his vest. <laughs>
5: hey,
4: I didn't warn you. Uh, look. Hello. How, how about the crops? Did you have anything to do with the crops? Oh, I suck crops every night. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I mean, did you help with the uh, planting? Did you uh, sow the seed? Uh, did I what? I said, did you sow the seed? I didn't even know it was ripped.
5: <laughs>
4: Wait a minute. When I, when I say sow, I don't mean sow, S-E-W. I mean sow, S-O-W. So. Sow what? Uh, sow the seed. You see, you've sow got, seed. yeah, you've got to sow the seed before you reap it. You sow it first and reap it later. Now what kind of talk is that? I used to reap my seed first and my mother would sow it later. Look, Costello, when I say reap, I don't mean reap like rip when you rip. I mean reap like you reap when you sow. Oh! That's it. When you say reap like you reap when you rip, you don't mean rip. Like you rip when you reap. You mean reap like you reap when you sow. So. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. Now you've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> look, Castella, Look, I'll, I'll try to explain. I'll try to explain what sow the seed means. Suppose you were planting tomatoes. To what? Tomatoes. <laughs> Oh, why do I have to wait for tomatoes? Why can't I eat them to, and plant them today? All right, all right, all right. So you're planting tomatoes today. Now, when they grow up, what do you do with them? I eat them. Oh, no, wait a minute. Now, you can't eat all of them. Oh, why not? They're my tomatoes. I planted them. I'm, I'm going to eat them. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. You can't eat They're all... my tomatoes. You can't eat all those tomatoes alone. Well, I, I don't eat them alone. Oh, that's better. I put some pepper on <laughs> Look, you dummy, you've got a whole feed of tomatoes. You can't possibly eat them all, so you eat what you can, and what you can't eat, you can. Well, sure. I mean, any... Could I have that again? Uh, certainly. Only this time, spread it out. All right, look. Let me get a good look at what you're saying. All right, all right, now look. Make it good, because we've got stiff competition. All right, all right, all right, look. Look, look, you've got all those tomatoes. Now you eat what you can, and what you can't eat, you can. I can what? What you can. I can what I can't. That's right. Look, I'm willing to forget the whole thing, brother. No, you don't. I'm trying to tell you that you don't eat... Let's go back to Soda Reap. Now listen, wait a minute. Now no, we're not going back. We'll stick to the Tomatoes. I'm just trying to tell you that you can't eat all the tomatoes. You can only eat what you can and what you can't eat you can. You know, there's only one way to settle the whole thing... How is that? We'll throw away all the tomatoes and eat the can. Costello, you're impossible. But let's forget about it. Come on, let's... Hey, wait a minute. By the way, did you make any money on the farm? Yeah, I am here's my paycheck. $75. Hey, that's fine. Just give me the check and I'll sign your name on the back and deposit the check in my bank. Oh, you can't do that. That's against the law. You can't, you can't say him, sign my name on a check. What? That's froggery. Nah, <laughs> froggery. You, you, yeah, I know. that's Forgery. No, no, you mean... You go to jail and leaps. No, 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 you mean, you mean forgery. Forge, forge. Oh, forge. Yes. Oh, that's what me and my girl made last night. You made forge? We did too. <laughs> you made forge? We made forge last night. What are you talking about? We made chocolate covered pork. <laughs> oh, please talk sense. With walnuts. Look, all right, look. Listen, Lou, I have a perfect right to sign your checks. Now, as your partner, remember, I have power of attorney. Well, remind me to have the power shut off. Right. Give me that check and I'll cash it and take my share. I wouldn't do that if I was you, Abbott. Why not? Because if you take my money, you're going to wind up in a can. And when you're in a can, you can't eat and you can't can. Not even what you can while you're in a can. Of course, if I do in a can, you get a fine fix, Abbott.
0: So happy me, sweet. For their welcome home to Abbott and Costello, and for your listening pleasure, Freddie Rich and his orchestra play the nation's favorite tune, I'll Walk Alone.
4: you have got $75 you made on the farm. We're going to find out what people are going to buy when the war is over. Yeah. And we'll invest your money in the thing that everybody wants the most. How can you invest money in necking? Oh! (laughs) Come on, look. We'll make a house-to-house canvas. Canvas? Yes. You mean we're going to make tents for people to live in? Of course not. People don't live in tents. How about the people on Tent Street? Uh, No. (laughs) Never mind. Hey, we'll start with this big house right here. Now, ring the bell and ask them what they want to buy most when the war is over. But Abbott, look, there's a sign on the door. What's it say? It's says swing shift welder, day sleeper. Do not disturb. This means you, police. I wouldn't mind it, but he's got police all underlined. Oh, come, come, come. Pay no attention to the sign. Go ahead and ring the bell. I know, but I. I, I ring the bell. Okay. Well, no answer. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't home. Let's go. Come here. Come here. Come here. Go ahead and ring that bell. Go on. Okay, okay. wait a minute while I get over here. Well, blubberhead, what do you want? I want to go home to my mama. Uh, Good afternoon, sir. We'd like Afternoon? Do you mean you woke me up in the middle of the day? Can't you read that sign? Why, you fathead, I got a good notion to break every bone in your body. Just a minute. Just a minute, brother. I dare you to strike my little friend... Yeah, you heard him? Yeah. I dare you to strike his little friend! Yeah. I'm his little friend! Go on, strike me! What am I saying? <laughs> All right, Lodhead, you asked for it! <laughs> Abbott, I think I'll mark him down as doubtful. Oh. <laughs> come on, pick yourself up, you coward. Hey, wait a minute. Look, there's a kindly-looking woman going into the house next door. Go ahead. Now, speak to her. How do you do, madam?
6: Well, stand my girdle and call me anytime. it's a man. Where?
5: <laughs>
6: oh, you come in, Mr. Costello. You cute little snuggle bug. I've always been one of your greatest admirers. Oh, you don't know what seeing you on the screen can do to the heart of a
4: young girl. But I wasn't on a screen when you were, when you were a young girl. They used magic lanterns. No, no. <laughs> Now, 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 quiet. Magic, Lent. All right, all right, quiet, please. What do you know? All right, quiet, Costello. <laughs> lady, we'd just like to find out what you are going to do when the war is over. Why, wait till the war is over. <laughs> oh, let's dance, cute boy. Look, lady, we just came here to ask you one question. The answer is yes. <laughs> Abbott, let's go back to the welder's house. That's the first time I ever slammed the door in my own face. And listen, Abbott, I ain't knocking on any more doors. Oh, now, don't be silly. Remember, Costello, we still don't know what to invest your money in. Let, let, let's, let's try one more house. Come on.
7: I always come in handy. Woo, woo,
4: woo. Hey, look, Costello. It's our old friend Kitzel.
7: Well, what can I do for you, my happy champion?
4: My friend Costello here is looking for a good place to invest his money for post-war security.
7: Uh Oh, now you're talking my language, if that's possible. Uh, For $100, I'll take you in my clothing business as a senior partner. But I've only got $75. Uh, Come in, Junior. (laughs) Uh,
4: Just a minute, Mr. Kitzel. First, we've got to know what kind of clothes you make.
7: Well, now, right here over my arm, I got a coat that I just now finished for Fieber McGee. And you know something? With this suit, I'm giving you free of charge, three pairs of suspenders. I don't wear suspenders. Well, how do you keep up your pants? My stomach establishes a
4: beachhead, and the rear guard holds it. (laughs)
5: Oh,
4: come on, Costello. We're wasting time.
7: just a second, just a second now, boys. You haven't seen all my stock yet. Why, I got here toothpicks, candlesticks, and all kinds of knockmicks, freezers, tweezers, and powder for your beezers, doorknobs, corn corncops, and rubber plugs for bathtops. <gasps> Not to mention sickles, pickles, flags, tacks, the mirrors with cracks, glue,
4: stew, and poo-poo to you. And the dawn, dawn comes, comes up, up like thunder,
5: thunder up. from the landlord's cross.
2: You're listening to Radio Rarities. We'll return after this short break. Now, back to Radio Rarities.
0: Well, here's lovely Connie Haynes to sing one of the season's most popular tunes, Swingin' on a Star.
5: Would you like
0: to
8: swing on a star, carry moonbeams home in a jar? And be better off than you are Or would you rather be a mule? A mule is an animal with long funny ears He kicks up at anything he hears
5: His
8: back is brawny and his brain is weak Just plain stupid with a stubborn streak And by the way, if you hate to go to school You may grow up to be a mule Or would you like to swing on a star Carry moonbeam home in a jar And be better off than you are Or would you rather be a pig? A pig is an animal with dirt on his face His shoes are a terrible disgrace He's got no manners when he eats his food He's fat and lazy and extremely rude But if you don't care a feather or a fish You may grow up to be a pig Or would you like to fish. Fish won't do anything but swim in a brook. He can't write his name or read a book. Move up people is his own best boy. Though he's slippery, he still gets caught. But then if that sort of life is what you wish, you may grow up to be a fish. And all the monkeys aren't in the zoo every day a few, so you see, it's all up to you, you can be better than you are, you
0: and the orchestra played Jerome Kern's lovely hit song Long Ago and Far Away.
4: No, Settle no, down and no. go to sleep. What's the matter with you? But I don't know, what. I'm... What's the matter with you? Huh? What's oh, the I can't sleep, Abbott. I'm worried about how to invest my money. Oh, that's ridiculous. Just look at you. You're yelling us get on your nerves. Your eyes are all bloodshot. Oh, they are? Yeah. Give me the mirror. Why, what do you mean, Abbott? My eyes ain't all bloodshot. They're not? No, only the whites. <laughs> Listen to me, Costello. There's only one way to settle this. Tomorrow morning, we're going down to the bank and invest your $75 in war bonds. I got enough war bonds now. Uh, uh, You can't have enough bonds, Costello. Bonds mean security for you and your family. Just think. You put $75 in a bond now, and in 10 years, it's worth a 100 Abbott, I think you got some. Sure. I'm going to go right down and buy bonds with the dough. That's a way to talk. And now you
1: can go back to sleep with tranquility.
4: Go back to sleep with tranquility? Yes, What's the matter? Do you want to sleep with me anymore?
5: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Oh, I'll buy those bars. I'll have a lot of money in 1954.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, we take you into the future. The time is ten years hence, the year 1954. The scene is the futuristic, prefabricated, air-conditioned home of Lou Costello. The mother speaks.
6: If you darling, darling, uh, tune in on the television set. Your father and your Uncle Bud are on the air tonight.
5: Ah, oh, gee! Do I
4: have to listen to them dopes again? <laughs>
6: That's no way to talk about your Uncle Bud. Now, go ahead and turn on the program.
0: Uh, good evening, folks. This is Ken Niles. Bringing you the hundred and ninety-seven thousandth broadcast of the current 1954 series, featuring those two old jolly men, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello.
5: <laughs>
4: why, why look at look at you, Costello? Where well, where have you been? Talk sense, do you realize I'm I'm trying to organize a, a baseball team? <laughs> Ain't you got that team together yet? Yep, yep. Yep. I finally got them together. Boy, Jiminy. Yeah, but the players nowadays... The players nowadays surely have funny names. For, uh, for instance, who's on first?
5: Who is? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, what? No,
4: what's on second? Oh,
5: you did be wonderful.
6: The program. Ah, every week, the same thing.
4: They haven't changed their jokes in ten years. (laughs) Gee, Mom, it's six (laughs) o'clock. Hey, Mom, it's six o'clock. The planes are coming in from town.
6: Uh, There goes Mr. Sherman, the banker.
5: Butcher.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's my pop. i oh, get
4: your bow hidden, come
6: Here comes somebody down to shoot <laughs> the land on the road. Oh, it's your Uncle Bud. Uh, hello, Uncle Bud. Where's Lou?
4: Oh, he's working late at the office. His work has been uh, piling up on him.
6: But I thought he just hired that new red-headed Sinatrafud. Yeah, that's why his work is piling up. Uh Uh Ha ha! Ha ha! Whatever happened to Ted Collins? Ha ha! Will you be quiet? Oh, Uncle Bud, I hope you're staying for dinner.
1: Yes, I think I'd
4: better. After all, it it takes me ten minutes to fly from Hollywood to Denver. Ten minutes? That's why you get, Uncle Bud, for buying that used rocket ship for months. (laughs) What are we having for dinner tonight, Money? Porterhouse steak
6: boiled in creamery butter. Holy mackerel!
5: Again? (laughs) Can't we never get nothing to
4: eat but steak and butter and butter and steak? It's driving me crazy. Why why can't we have some of those new beans with zippers?
5: (laughs) Uh,
1: Good evening. Is this the futuristic prefabricated air conditioned residence of Mr. and Mrs. Costello? Yeah. I am Mr. Blank from the bank. Back in 1944, Mr. Abbott and Mr. Costello purchased a number of war bonds. Those bonds have matured now, and I'm here to pay you off in cash. Oh,
6: isn't that wonderful,
1: Uncle Bud? It sure is.
6: Yeah, Uncle Bud. Now you can get that mink toupee you always wanted.
1: (laughs) Now, if you'll just sign the bonds on the back, I'll give you your money.
6: There.
1: And there's my signature. There
4: you are. There's mine. And I'll also sign for Costello.
6: That's well, so my old man says.
1: <laughs> and now, as you'll remember, the little boy here is the beneficiary on these bonds, so we'll have to have his signature.
5: Oh, of course. Cupid darling. Ah, cut up, I won't shine. What? I'm not
6: going to shine. You won't sign? No. How dare you say such a thing? The way you've been acting lately, I don't know what's gotten into you. What's the matter with you?
5: Oh.
6: Wait till your father gets here. Oh, Uncle Bud, uh, snap on the scope screen and see who's at the back door.
1: Well, all I can
4: see is the garbage can. <laughs> That's my pop. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
5: hello, 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 dear, hello, Heather. Hello, dear.
4: What an exciting day I had at the stock market. Yeah. Seven up is up to seven and three quarters. <laughs> well... I near got up with that myself that time, did I? Yes. (laughs) Just the time, Costello. This man here is here to pay us the money on those boar bonds that I talked you into buying ten years ago.
6: And your son Cupi refuses to sign the bond. Oh,
4: yeah? Yeah! Oh, yeah? Yeah! Oh
6: yeah?
4: Yeah! What a stubborn kid. I might as well talk to myself.
6: take QP into the bedroom and give him a sound thrashing. Oh,
4: I can't do that. I can't whip my son. Why not? I'm playing both parts. (laughs) And in one part, it might hurt.
1: Uh (laughs) Here, use my revolver. You know the old saying, spare the rod and spoil the child.
6: (laughs) Well, you people can yap all night, but I ain't gonna sign no bonds until I know what my cut is. Oh, your daddy wants the money for you. He wants you to have a career and a fine education. I don't care what... <clears throat> Excuse me.
5: I, I don't... I don't want no education. I don't I don't,
6: I don't... I don't want no education. I want to be my
4: final I don't know what Pop <laughs> Look. Look, Yopi. If you'll sign the bonds... We'll give you all the money. Well, I wasn't gonna. Well, you took me into it.
1: Well, folks, you've made a wise decision in turning the money over to the boy. Because you know, if anything should happen to the little fellow, all the money goes to the survivors. Get it? (laughs) Well, good night, folks. Good night, you little...
4: Well, Lou, you heard what the man said. If anything happens to QP, <laughs> all the money goes to the survivors. Uh, do you get it?
6: Yeah, I get it. And I get it. And I think
5: I'm going to get it too! <laughs>
0: Sonny Haynes sings the blues, Tess's torch song.
8: Here is a story about a gal. Folks called a torture tips. Because she trusted, her heart got busted, love made her life on. man, he was a good man, that is you see what I mean is I thought he was a good man, I had a friend, and she was a good friend. So my friend, bought my man, cause I thought she was a good friend. no friend. I'll bet you can guess just exactly what happened. That was the end, the end of my friend, the end of my man. And almost.
0: Abbott and Costello for a final word. Thanks, Ken. (laughs) Good night, folks.
4: Good night, folks. And I want to say good night to little Eunice in the hospital in Pittsburgh. Get well quickly, honey. Get well for Abbott and I.
3: Stella were one of the best comedy teams
2: on radio. Their playoffs on words and timing were impeccable. We're fortunate to have much of their material available to enjoy on radio, TV, and films.
3: Abbott was touted as one of the best straight men in the entertainment industry.
2: And the writers were top-notch.
3: Though the who's-on first skid in this episode was rather short, it was still a hoot to hear them performing it as a bunch of old codgers.
2: Because this was an Armed Forces Radio Service version, there were no commercials.
3: That's right, we didn't get to hear the plugs for Camel Cigarettes.
2: Though Connie Haynes and Freddie Rich were credited, Other performers' names were cut in the Armed Forces version.
3: Dick Mack was the director and Andrew Love was his associate.
2: In the supporting cast were Mel Blank, Iris Adrian, and Artie Arbach.
3: Auerbach brought his Mr. Kitzel character over from the Al Pierce show.
2: Mr. Kitzel could also be heard from time to time on the Jack Benny program.
3: The Abbott and Costello show entertained listeners for several years on NBC and then moved to ABC.
2: They also had a children's program on ABC Saturday mornings for a couple of seasons. In 1948, they starred in their most popular film. Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein for Universal Pictures. It led to the follow-up films involving Abbott and Costello meeting other horror film actors and creatures. Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein is ranked number 56 on American Film Institute's 100 Funniest American Films.
3: In the 1950s, they transitioned to television with the Colgate Comedy Hour and not surprisingly... The Abbott and Costello Show.
2: Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of Radio Rarities. Radio Rarities is a Gulfstream Studios copyrighted production produced by yours truly, Carl Amari. My co-host is Lisa Wolf. Mike Costello is our executive producer, and the show is written by Carl Shadow. Next week, we'll bring you a unique episode of Boston Blackie, so don't miss it. Thanks for listening.